Hey friends, I'm so glad you're listening to this. Once again, I am making this episode for you as I walk my little Yorkie Roo, um, like we do every morning. It's so fun. She, um, every morning I get ready for the day and she waits by the door and then we go get, we go to Panera we get coffee and then we, um, go for a walk at the park. And usually we try for about five miles. Um, sometimes it's three depending on time, but anywho, you know, when you're moving your body, you get those creative juices flowing and suddenly you feel like you can see the world a little more clearly. So I think that's why I tend to make a lot of these episodes while I'm walking the room because I'm moving my body and, um, my brain just starts driving. Um, plus I also listen to podcasts while I'm walking. But today I want to talk with you about the shitty decisions that are holding you back and that will hurt you into the future. See, there comes a time, I think, in every adult's life, man, woman, doesn't matter, or trans, doesn't matter. But there comes a moment in time where your shitty decisions catch up with you or your good decisions catch up with you. And where this has where this comes into play specifically in business is business is not always up, 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 right? Sometimes it grows, sometimes it contracts. And it's in those moments where business is contracting or growing that we're faced with a series of decisions. So as you're growing your business and you're looking at your business, Um, it can be really easy to spend all your profits. And I know this because I've done this in the past. It can be really easy to spend all your profits. And then when the low season comes, you have very little to keep you going, right? So if you're just breaking even, um, it can be a really frustrating time, right? And for a lot of business owners, a lot of businesses never actually become profitable and a lot of business owners never actually pay themselves, which is shocking. I know. I think it's like 76% of small business owners don't actually pay themselves a wage. And so their business becomes this like big overbearing baby, right? Because your business is your baby and you want it to be successful and you put everything into it, blood, sweat, tears, And all of your money, many business owners, they will leverage themselves to the hilt and go deeply, deeply into debt just to keep their businesses alive. And it looks all good from the outside looking in, but from the inside looking out, it can be a wild and terrifying ride because there's no stability and there's no security. And so... What we have to do as business owners, wherever you are in business, if you are just starting a business, you've been in business a while, is you really have to mind your numbers. You know, that's one of the things that, that's one of the pieces of advice that I wish I would have taken earlier on in my entrepreneurship journey, entrepreneurship journey, was to mind my numbers and track them religiously, like daily, my friends, because when you track your numbers daily, 
whether it's your money coming in, your money going out, so your expenses and income, or just even other metrics as far as like results of your marketing or results of various promotions or what your close rate is on sales presentations and all of that. When you can track those numbers, then you can start to predict your success, but you can also start to predict when things are slowing down. And so where a lot of business owners, I mean, let's be honest, business owners in general start a business because they want to do what they love. They never want to work another day in their life. And they certainly never want to work for someone else. So they start this business without having a lot of business savvy. They're, they're really good at what they do, right? Marketers are good at marketing. Burger restaurants are good at making burgers. Breakfast restaurants are good at making breakfast. But what happens to so many business owners is you focus only on what you're good at and forget the rest, which I believe is where a lot of businesses fail. I was recently talking to someone that he wished that he would have known before he started his business what the fail rate is on businesses. And it's like 90% of businesses don't make it past their first three years. 90%. And after that first three years, another 60% of that 10% don't make it past their next 10 years. And so what that tells me is we've got a lot of business owners who love what they do, so they start a business around it. They take on all the overhead. They take on all the risk. They start to take on employees, and they just run this business. And what happens is when you're not minding your numbers and you don't do the research before starting a business or you're not minding your numbers in the midst of being in business, it's really easy to make some really, really stupid decisions. And when it comes to being in business, your priority should always be to make a profit. And I've talked about this on previous episodes. The purpose of a business is to make profit. But so many business owners, especially women business owners, I don't know why we do this, we find it necessary to just scrape by, to make just enough to keep the doors open, but not enough to thrive. And so what happens with that is we end up making some very silly (laughs) and stupid decisions when it comes to how we're running our business. Because if you're not tracking your numbers, you don't know actually what's going on in your business. So you just keep throwing stuff at the wall until something sticks. But then when something sticks, we don't keep doing that same thing. It's a silly, silly wave of insanity that many business owners embark upon. And so when I talk about making shitty decisions and wise decisions and all of that, it really does boil down to looking at your numbers. One of my favorite books that I've ever written or ever read, not written, that I've ever read on the topic of money and finances in business is actually called Profit First. It's by Mike, Michael Witz, I think is how you say his name. Fantastic, fantastic book. Because it goes through 
the various stages of business, how much you should be keeping for profit, what your target should be, how much you should be keeping for profit, how much you should be spending on your expenses based off what's coming in. And so what happens is when we keep our profit and we save for taxes is we don't find ourselves in sticky financial situations, right? Like come tax time, you get this giant (laughs) tax bill, but you have no cash to pay it. This is a problem, my friends. It is a big problem because I have, and the thing is those tax bills can take a business down. But when a business owner declares bankruptcy, you cannot write off your taxes in a bankruptcy. That's terrifying, my friends. Absolutely terrifying. So if you are not preparing for the future along the way, you are going to find yourself in a world of hurt. And I'm not saying it's as a maybe. I'm telling you it as a fact, right? Because oftentimes we get a little money and we're like, okay, I'm going to spend the money. I'm going to reinvest in the business. I'm going to do all of this, this, and this. But here's the thing. If you're not paying yourself, first of all, you are putting yourself in a very challenging situation, okay? It's called piercing the corporate veil when you actually use business funds for personal expense. And what that does is, if you're an LLC or an S-Corp or something like that, what that does is when you use your business funds for your personal funds, so you commingle your expenses, what happens is you become taxable at a individual rate on all your income. Okay, let that sink in. So if you are not taking distributions quarterly or monthly or whatever the cadence is that you agree on with your accountant, if you're not taking those distributions, the profit is your distributions, okay? And you're not saving for your taxes. You're not putting that money aside. What happens is the business takes a nosedive or you get your tax bill and you have nothing as far as a cushion. And that's where a lot of businesses fail, right? Is we get so accustomed to making these, you know, exciting yet shitty decisions when what we need to be doing is making smart decisions where we're looking at the future, looking at the possibilities and protecting from the downside because there will always be a downside. There will always be a dip in business. And if you are not prepared for that dip, you will lose, okay? And I say this as someone who has not only seen it, but experienced it, right? Because you learn. And when you learn better, you do better. And that's really the key to all of this, right? And so when it comes to businesses and your money, you have to protect yourself. You have to protect yourself. You have to make the hard decisions today that are the smart decisions to protect yourself tomorrow. Now, for a lot of business owners, you're probably looking at it like, well, Sarah, I'm just breaking even. I couldn't possibly put money away. But here's the thing. You absolutely can. You just got to start small. And it's the simple 
act, and a lot of it you can automate, right? You can automate a lot of withdrawals from your bank account, whether it's for tax or savings. Um, but you automate it, even if it's $5 a day that you're putting away. $5 goes into a separate account. It's your profit account. And then come the quarter, you can take that as a distribution um, based off the math that you've done with your accountant. You can put away X amount for taxes each week. And so one of my favorite ways of doing this that I discovered to be super, super consistent is looking at your bank account each and every day, looking at the deposits that go in and putting 10% aside in your profit account and 10% aside in your tax account. So you're always prepared, right? Because if you just have all the money going into your expense account and all the money coming out of your expense account, you're never going to get ahead. Because the thing about us business owners is we see money there and we think, I can do something with this. I can invest in a coaching program. I can invest in this widget that will grow the business. I can invest in that widget. I can invest in this software. I can invest in this, this, and this. But what happens is we end up investing, quote unquote, in things that actually don't matter. And we end up spending our money in places that don't matter, right? One of the most insidious places where we spend a lot of money and nickel and dime ourselves to death are on subscription fees. Okay, so I'm going to challenge you. If you have a lot of subscription fees, go through and start canceling things that you really don't need. And here's the thing. Especially in this climate today where business is changing and evolving, you know, the COVID times, it's more crucial now than ever to learn to live on a shoestring budget, knowing your minimum expenses, okay? Or I guess your maximum minimum expenses, right? What is the maximum expense that you want? <laughs> um, that, that you, what is the maximum minimum that you can spend each month, right? And so what I mean by that is cutting those expenses down to the bone, all right? Because what's incredible is I don't think many people realize how much a $10, $14, $20 a month subscription, you can have 10 of those at a time and wonder where all your money is going. It's terrifying. It's terrifying, but people do it every day. And the beauty of those subscriptions for the companies, so I mean, you could always start a subscription company, is the amounts that they tend to charge especially from like the Apple store or Google Play store or whatever, is just enough that you won't even miss it, right? It's kind of, I like to think of it as like the planet fitness model, right? $10 a month for a gym membership. Most people get a $10 a month gym membership and not go for three years, but it's only $10 a month, so it's not actually going to hurt you. Right, So that's why businesses like Planet Fitness do so well because they don't actually want everyone to show up. They actually, it's funny, when you look at like box gyms, 
only 1% of membership holders actually use their membership. 1%, guys. 1%. So the other 99% of their membership fees, you know, there's not wear and tear on their equipment. And um, so it's actually a really ingenious business move because no one's going to cancel a membership that's $10 a month. But this brings me back to this whole, like, subscription, right? If you really want to cut expenses fast and furious and do it right now, comb through your subscription expenses, right? Cancel the things you don't use. Um, (laughs) The thing, you know, and a lot of people, myself included, you don't even realize you have a subscription until it gets charged. You're like, oh, I totally forgot that I had that. We just subscribe, 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 and justifying our need for it when in reality we don't need them you know so if you want to cut expenses quickly and painlessly look at your subscriptions but otherwise guys and and that money you're spending on the subscriptions put away each month don't be silly i mean here's the thing we all know we need to save very few people actually save very few people actually save so you know you need to save Start making the wise choices today to protect for tomorrow, to save your ass tomorrow. Because there will be times in business where the business takes a nosedive and you could be looking at the possibility of having to shut your doors and declare bankruptcy. But if you take care of your finances now, you will be okay. So I hope that gives you some hope for the future and also some tough love and hard insight because at the end of the day sometimes that's all we need a little tough love a little hard insight and a reminder that hard days will come if you are not in a hard season right now know that the good times don't last forever but also know that the hard times don't last forever but when you prepare and plan for the future in the good times you prepare you prepare and plan for the hard times in the good times you're going to come out further ahead and the hard times are going to affect you less than they would if you weren't prepared so i hope that makes sense it's important to always save for a rainy day or an investing day because if the rainy day comes and it's not as bad as you think it'll be you'll have that extra money to invest which will only grow your wealth which is super exciting and We'll talk about growing your wealth on another episode. But business owners, don't be stupid. Save your money. Don't keep reinvesting it in your business. Because chances are your business is just fine without those reinvestments. Always run your business on a shoestring budget. And you'll have more at the end of the day for your family and for building your legacy and for expanding your wealth. So I hope this has been helpful for you today, beneficial for you. And as always, thank you for listening. Keep it classy, sassy, and super badassy. And we'll talk to y'all on the next episode.